loosely called the Goddess Temple Twickenham, we are excited to be relaunching and rebranding our brand new temple space. Now named the Spiritual Healing Temple, our resource centre is offered to everyone to help guide you on your spiritual journey. Hi everyone, welcome to the Spiritual Healing Temple. My name's Tracy and today I'm going to be guiding you through the art of burning sacred herbs for specific purpose. Now namely, many of you will have heard of this term, the art of smudging practice, which is the burning of herbs and using their smoke to guide it around your space. That may be the clearing away of old, negative, unwanted energy. It may be creating a space of calming and soothing. It may be prepping for meditation practice or ritual practice. It may be helping create an area which is going to induce concentration. And I will go into a little bit later as to all the different herbs that are burnt for specific purpose. We'll go through what they all do. But for now, I just want us to learn about how we can use the beautiful herbs that the earth has given us to smudge, to guide smoke, to create space. As with all of my guides to you, first of all, I always say that with any spiritual practice, it's all right doing these things because we're told to. It's all right reading a book and just following instructions or even listening to this and doing as I would with my smudging practice. But with the art of anything, whether that be with crystal healing or smudging or rituals or spells or praying or manifesting, working with the moon, whatever your practice may be, part of it and the most important part of it is what comes from you. So please do take from this what resonates with you. Please go your own path on this. Please use this tool as a guidance and a starter point for your rituals of burning sacred herbs. But know that there are no set rules. As always, I say, as long as it comes from a good heartfelt space with pure intention. And speaking of good heartfelt space with pure intention, I want to touch on where smudging came from, this art of burning sacred herbs, how it started, how it works. Because there is, some of you may have heard of this already, this may come as a surprise to some, quite a debate out there at the moment, quite a worry that this practice is being taken away from its cultural roots. And in, in the Western world, we're using this practice too freely, we're making it too modern, we're doing it because it's trendy, and we are not honouring the cultures that it came from and as a result we're doing them harm. Some people are widely expressing concerns that burning sage in particular is harmful to native communities and people who are doing this practice don't have the knowledge or the qualifications to do so and if they don't know what they're doing it can cause harm. There's also the worry that we are taking cultural knowledge away without permission. We're not honouring the traumatic history of why this practice was used. Native cultures have had huge trauma happened to them, namely the Americas, and we're not really honouring where or why we're carrying through this practice in the Western world in particular and what its source is. So in my truth of this practice, and again I, I really do express that this is my truth, and there are people that have come to me saying that I shouldn't be selling white sage, that I'm stealing something away and I'm causing harm to the cultures that use it. And I have really thought long and hard about this debate, this worry that's out there. And I stand true to what my heart tells me on this. And that is that if a practice has been brought about by a specific culture, 
or person or religion or country and it is adopted by a different culture or world or country or person. I don't see that as stealing if the other culture gave me permission to do it but also if I honour and give thanks to that culture for their sacred beautiful knowledge that they are going to pass on to me that they are giving to me and so my first number one starting point of sacred herb burning of rituals in this practice of smudging is to give thanks to where it came from to understand that this practice perhaps didn't originate from my culture i am using it from another's and i give thanks to them for passing on their healing words of wisdom to me because i truly truly feel that if anyone has a practice that they have learned which brings good to the world, which brings healing to the world, which brings happiness or peace or enlightenment, whatever way you want to say it. If it brings good to this world, then why would it not want to be shared and passed on? Why would it not want to be given to someone just because they're from a different culture or religion or country if it is bringing good? And so I do truly say that with this practice, yes, we honour that it's taken from another culture, namely white sage and burning and smudging is from the native cultures in the Americas but as long as we honour that and give thanks to that and we continually check in that we are not taking source from them then I truly believe that this practice is for all. Now I did mention there we're not taking the source away from them and that is another thing to keep continuously checking in on with your sacred herb supplies. Please 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 make sure that all of your tools and your practices are from sustainable good source. It's our number one starting point, right? We're about to perform a ritual. We're about to perform something which hopefully brings out good energy. We cannot use tools which come from bad source, i.e. something that's perhaps felled a tree before its time or something that has used a lot of pesticides or something that has perhaps taken tools away from the culture that needs them or white sage overly cultivated is it from sustainable source that isn't doing damage to the earth because it's in high demand now burning white sage like i say is highly trending people are practicing it across the world if you have a white sage bundle that you've bought perhaps from a well-known online marketplace that is really really cheap ask yourself why is this bundle of sage really really cheap has it been produced from good source have the people that have grown it been paid properly is it from good beginnings we sell palo santo in our shop which is a wood little sticks of wood that you burn and i'll go into the meaning of them later the palo santo sticks that we sell in our shop are from tree branches which have fallen they are not from trees which have been cut down and there's the example of checking in with your practice of where your tools come from. The same with feathers. Feathers, and again, I'll go into the meaning of these. They're used a lot in the burning and smudging practice. Check in with where they're from and if you agree with how they're sourced. It's the beginnings of your beautiful sacred herb burning practice, right? from good source, good intentions, and really, really good understanding as to why you're doing this. It's not because that you're told to. It's not because you're following instructions. It's not because of this guide. It is because you feel you connect with this practice, you honor its roots, to understand that the sacred herbs that you're burning connect with the spiritual realm. They connect soul and spirit. They create a space to invite harmony, 
and to invite intention and manifestation of what you'd like to achieve in your environment. So how did it start? Well, we mentioned the native cultures across the world. We mainly note that the Americas burnt a lot of sage, but it does transcend across to other countries too. The Egyptians love to burn sacred herbs for intention. It is believed that sacred herbs hold soul and or spirit. They are a life force. It has come to scientists' attention recently that trees actually communicate with each other through their roots. They have a system and they know their family. A tree knows where its seed has grown and it can communicate with parts of its family or its ancestry. Perhaps not in the same way that we do, but they hold life force. They grow, they're born and they die. And with that idea, that concept that actually we're burning something that was alive that is alive, that we're putting energy out there through this intention, you can see where this belief came from. And so herbs were gathered with specific intention to help connect the spiritual realm, i.e. parts that we perhaps can't see, but we definitely feel, with physical earth, this dimension, stuff we can physically see and touch. And that's where the art of smudging came from, was burning herbs to create an environment for preparation for meditation practice, for rituals, for connection, for preparation of sleep or calming or soothing, preparation to create an environment which will induce concentration, for protection, for removing old energy. The burning of herbs when selected can create the environment that you intend it to be. And it is the careful selection of these herbs, which are bundled together in these beautiful sticks known as smudge sticks, or made into beautiful incense sticks, or blended in their original form into like a loose incense. There's different ways that you can burn them that then create this thing, this object, which you can then perform your ritual in. And I will go into a promise of how you do this practice. When I say sacred herbs, to me, that's my truth. There are some key plants out there which have been used for centuries that have transcended across, are used a lot in spiritual practice. Their names will pop up. And so to me, that's why they've earned the title of sacred herbs. There are many plants out there that can be burnt. There are many resins and beautiful, wonderful things that are added to incense. But there are some key major players, let's call them, that pop up again and again and again in natural incense, in natural smudge stick bundles, that I'm going to now go through their different meanings. So you can go, oh yes, I need a smudge stick that contains that. Or, oh no, that one perhaps doesn't resonate with what I need right now. So number one, the most well-known, widely known sacred herb, particularly in smudge stick form, is, as you guessed it, white sage. It is the best known for ceremonial smudging and it is used to balance the energy of an area, a room, person. It's burnt to cleanse and purify the air. It removes negative old low vibration and wanted energy and is perhaps why it has created its name as being the number one thing for using in purification practice of smudging. People will buy this smudge stick to clean their homes, whether it be they're buying a new home and they want to clear away old energy, or perhaps they're having some troublesome energy in their space that they just want to remove. Many, many times I will have people come in and buy these beautiful smudge sticks because they want to try this practice of removing negative, unwanted, bad energy. And white sage is the one to go to for 
before that. The next one is Juniper and Juniper is a really lovely revitalising herb. It's a really good at invigorating the mind and body when feeling slightly tired and you will see it mixed with white sage as well. So it has that purifying, removing energy which is making you feel low or a little bit laggy, a little bit less flowing and invigorating you, making you feel a bit more energised. Next up we have lavender and this is a soothing calming herb. It's a really good helping with things like stress or anxiety, high energy areas where there's a lot going on where you just need to bring in a bit of calm and relaxation. A really lovely one to burn as well before sleep, before bedtime or a time when you just need to induce a little bit of peace and quiet. Next up we have mugwort or black sage which is a type of sage and this is a known one to be burnt for meditation practice. It's really really good for visualisation, for stimulating dream work, a very good one to do before bedtime or before you go into a ritual of perhaps meditating where you need to visualise. For me it's a really good creative one as well so perhaps you're writing or doing art or drawing where you really need to get things that are felt in a heartfelt space out into the world. Mugwort is a really lovely, dreamy, beautiful herb and again works really well with the white sage, it's related to it, to remove old energies remove negativity. Cedar is a lovely herb also burnt and is commonly seen with white sage as it brings in good energy. So let's not forget that we're smudging usually to remove old energy but we want to bring in good as well. When you take something out you need to replace it and cedar is amazing for bringing in good spirits, good influences, really good at manifesting new beautiful things. We're thinking bringing in positivity. We're thinking of removing the old, but bringing in new exciting things. Great for new houses, great for new projects, great for new spaces, great for fresh starts. Rosemary, commonly used in cooking, right, but can also be burnt, is a really powerful masculine herb, which for me is very good at inducing concentration along with copal. So these for me are quite stimulating, fiery, energetic herbs, which are great for in times where you need to focus, where you need to concentrate. Perhaps you're gearing up for an exam or a test or a big project and your space, your office space, your workspace needs a bit of um Brain isn't quite working and I just want to create this area of where I'm focused and I'm on it. Rosemary or copal are great for this. Another sacred herb is sweetgrass and this is a beautiful herb which you'll often see plaited into braids, into bundles, added to a white sage smudge stick or it can be burnt on its own. It really is a beautiful herb to use to symbolise healing and peace. So in a period where perhaps you've been through a lot, processed a lot of trauma and now you're just in that quiet time after of reflection, of healing, of acknowledging, sweetgrass is great at offering that purifying sacred energy afterwards. It's burnt a lot during healing or talking or sharing circles, perhaps full moon rituals, where people are in a space where they're ready to release, to share, to acknowledge and to let go. Sweetgrass has that kind of vibe of helping induce acknowledgement, healing and peace. And finally, very similar, is Palo Santo, which you heard me mention previously. 
this is a wood that is burnt and it's a really beautiful sacred herb to help promote healing again bringing positive energy it's great at helping you have a deeper connection to source divine heaven earth whatever it is it for me makes me feel at home it makes me feel safe when i've smudged maybe removing old things or negative things or released things there's a space there's a void right where you need to fill it otherwise you could feel slightly empty and lost and palo santo is a really good sacred herb at helping fill that gap as it were so that's it those are my top eight sacred herbs which you can burn singularly or you can create a smudge stick or buy a smudge stick where they're combined you can also burn these in natural incense form we sell amazing ones called native soul which combine these plants into an incense if big chunky smudge sticks aren't your thing and you can also use them in loose incense which is the art of sprinkling incense on a charcoal disc in a heat proof bowl to create smoke there's different ways you can use them but for today i'm going to talk about the art of smudging using them in a stick form to create space well where do you begin well hopefully now you'll have a good idea as to why we burn herbs the connection of them to earth to soul to spirit understanding where this beautiful practice came from importantly give thanks collect your sources and your materials find your time and space to do this this is not a ritual to do just because it's on the to-do list it's not something that should be rushed it's something that should be done and enjoyed how i start my practices i gather my herbs i gather my incense i gather my smudge sticks i gather my tools whatever they need to be and I will begin at the start of the space I want to work with. Now for most of you that will be your environment, home space or office space so I would say start at your front door and I like to light a candle because it is my truth that the lighting of the smudge stick is just as sacred and lighting it from some lighter that you use that to me reminds me of cigarettes isn't as sacred as perhaps lighting a beautiful candle setting your intentions as you light the candle maybe hold a moment in prayer give thanks like we mentioned for this practice being brought to you give thanks for what this practice is going to give to you really hold that intention close light the stick and then guide the stick with the smoke around your space as you feel intuitively guided to do. Now for me, voice of logic here, there are no rules on this. There's no way of doing it right or wrong. But for me, I like to go along the left wall and go all the way around, keeping the stick to my left and following it round. Whether that be the left wall of a room, your whole house, an area, follow it all around and go as slow or as fast as you feel you need to and let the smoke go to where it needs to be, particularly paying attention to spaces that perhaps energy isn't as free-flowing, corners, wardrobe space, places where perhaps you've got a piece of furniture that's blocking a corner, places where you feel things can get stuck. Watch where the smoke needs to go, and it is as simple as that. Let the smoke guide its way it will go and it will do exactly what it needs to do now throughout your smudge practice uh, particularly if you're using palo santo but this can happen to any smudge stick bundle it may go out it may be you're halfway through the room and it stops burning and again there's no right or wrong on this 
and actually I don't follow the same rules every time as to when this happens. If it goes out, some people take that that maybe spirit or space has done. It's not meant to burn anymore. The practice has stopped and the intention is done and to stop. If it goes out, sometimes you may get the feeling that you're done. Perhaps spirit or environment or maybe even the herbs themselves, whatever words you want to use with this, have stopped the burning, have stopped the ritual because you are done. And sometimes I do get that belief. I will light an incense stick or a smudge stick and it just won't light. And I just say to myself, not today. This isn't what the space needs today. And I stop. But sometimes it will go out and I will feel I haven't finished yet. I still want to do that room. I still want to do that area. I intuitively feel it's gone out because maybe I didn't light it properly. Maybe a bit of air blew it out. Maybe I just need to take a sacred pause for a moment, relight it from my candle and do the other area separate. Maybe there's a divide between this space and another space, but they still need to be done. But I do them as two separate intentions or rituals. Go with how you feel towards this, whether that means you stop the practice or whether it means that you restart the practice or whether it means you just continue as you were. There are no rights or wrongs as long as it comes from your intuition of how you're feeling what you need to do. When you have finished your practice, when you've smudged your space, likewise, you may finish and the smudge stick is still burning like a bonfire. It has no intention of going out. Now importantly for me, my truth on this is do not put it out. For me to distinguish a lip smudge stick is like causing the death of something. I would never put something out unless it was a huge risk of fire when I'm doing this practice. And I did have a minor cauldron fire the other week in my shop where I had to pour water on it because it just went up. But generally, if it's still calmly burning, what I like to do is get myself a heatproof dish and just lay it on the dish and let it just do its thing. Obviously, don't leave it unattended, but you no longer need to hold it or guide it around. Leave it in the space and let the smoke just continue until it goes out and it will go out. These big white sage smudge sticks, they're not intended for a one-time use. They're intended for quite a few uses. So it will go out, but sometimes it can take its time. You might want to use that time to meditate. You might want to use that time to read, to journal. Also importantly, open your windows, let the fresh air in. Some people do this at the start of their practice. I like to do it at the end of my practice. So I like to smudge the space and then open the windows. Because by opening the windows, you're letting the fresh air in and you're letting the old air and the smoke out. It's no good trying to use, let's say, white sage to smudge a space, to remove negative energy, let the smoke grab that energy, purify the air, but then it has nowhere to go, right? So you need to let it leave. So opening windows, letting fresh air is really important in this practice. The final part of my practice is to again give thanks close the ritual, close the practice by blowing out the candle that you lit at the start of your journey. And that's it. That is the art of smudging. I hope that gives you more of a guidance as to how this isn't perhaps something that you just do, like the washing up or the washing to keep something clean or maintained. It comes from setting time aside. It comes from intention. It comes from a place of love and it comes from a place of thanks. If you enjoy this practice, is grab yourself some sort of saucer 
or container that's heat proof that will hold the ashes of the stick because as you're guiding around with your lovely beautiful smudge stick it will lose embers it will lose ash it will drop bits if you've got a really nice carpet you don't want to worry about having burn stains on the floor so grab yourself something so that you can not worry about the distraction of it dropping bits everywhere hold a saucer underneath if you need to if it looks like it's going to drop a big bit of leaf or burning ember somewhere you've got something to catch it with other tools that are used in smudging practice, there's two others which I really do recommend. One is a beautiful shell called the abalone shell, which you will see in a lot of spiritual shops displayed with all the sacred herbs and smudge sticks. And this is something that I've just started to gain understanding on as to why this has been incorporated into this practice. It can be used as a dish to hold your smudge stick, but it is more than that because it's a shell. It incorporates the element of water into this practice. And if you go back to the beginnings of my guidance of this, you'll remember that I mentioned the belief of burning herbs connects earth with spirit. It's a really spiritual practice. And one thing that we do in spiritual practice is honour the elements as well. And in all rituals, I do this in a lot of circle space I hold, I like to bring in all the elements to bring in balance and give thanks to what the earth offers us. So by bringing in all five of the elements into your smudging practice, you really are incorporating beautiful harmony and balance into what you're intending. And the abalone shell is the tool which brings in the element of water. Where do the others come from? Well, you've got the element of earth, which are the herbs itself. You have the element of air, which is the smoke. And you have the element of fire, which is the actual fire, the lighting of the herb. And soul and spirit, which of course is you and all the spirit and energy you're working with around you. Another tool of practice which is commonly used, particularly around those who perhaps use the art of smudging to cleanse aura space, because you can use this practice to guide smoke around yourself or others with their permission to clean their energy. It doesn't have to just be a room, it could be a person. The use of feathers are really lovely to use to guide the smoke, to waft the smoke in the direction upwards downwards side to side wherever it needs to be feathers have been used in the art of smudging for centuries as well by native cultures because it is believed that birds are close to the heavens if you think they fly in the sky they are the closest animal the closest living source to the heavens natural source anyway and so by bringing in their element of their beautiful feathers you're bringing in the heavens divine or source into your beautiful practice but again, going back to sourcing your supplies, sourcing your materials, sourcing everything you need for this ritual, the use of feathers should be carefully considered. In my truth, I wouldn't like the thought of a bird being harmed in my practice, but I know to honour some cultures, they like to actually use bird wings. But it's all about what sits well with you, with your intention and with your heart space. And you can buy feathers which are ethically sourced that have just fallen with the harm of no animal. So it really is what sits well with you, what feels good to you, which brings out the best version of you and which honours both past, namely source of where this comes from, present of what you're doing now and future of what you intend to manifest or achieve from this practice. I hope that helps everyone with your beginner's guide to smudging. If you as always have any questions, please do drop me a message. 
I really do hope that you can take something from this practice which brings about healing to you, to your environment, to the world. And I look forward to my next recording with you, which will be very soon.